0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
1: chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW
1: report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music. Maybe some of the rubbish bits as well. Mainly just the whole show minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it, so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean I'm not going to read it because it's already happened, it's in the past, it's pre-recorded, and no one's going to see it anyway, but here's the worst bit, you might still get charged for it depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, it's a waste of my time, it's a waste of everybody's time, and so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3-5pm to UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This
0: is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman.
1: I have some very exciting news for you. Um, A couple of weeks back... I had to, to apologise on behalf of Alec Kind, because Alec Baldwin had put us all to shame. He had disgraced the good name of Alec. But this week, I come with you with some much better Alec-related news. It's, it's really exciting. It's a first for me, because when I opened up my email this week that has the Wizard Radio Station playlist on, all the songs that we should be playing at the moment, right at the top of the list, the first song on there Was a song called Let Me Down Slowly by a guy called Alec Benjamin. This is the most exciting thing to happen for a very, very long time. And so it is my great pleasure to introduce to you the first song of today's show. It is Let Me Down Slowly by Alec Benjamin.
0: It's Saturday. It's 3 o'clock, now, live from Leeds, Alec Feldman.
1: 1975, starting us off, if It's Not Living, If It's Not With You, and before that, we had Alec Benjamin with Let Me Down Slowly. What do we think of that, Ben? That better have been good. If that wasn't good, it'll be really disappointing. <laughs> the first time I ever play a song by someone with the same name as me, and it's rubbish. I hope it's not. I've listened to it. I thought it was pretty good. So... I hope you did too, because otherwise he'll bring a bad name to Alec Kind. That's really excited with that. What a day. What a day. <laughs> How's it going? That was Alec Benjamin. This is Alec Feldman, you see. Oh, so many Alecs uh, with you till five. How's it going? I hope you are very, very good. Um, I am pretty good myself. Um, yeah, not much has gone on, really, to tell you about, other than the fact that I was in Manchester last week and you had a lovely little pre-recorded show. I think that was quite a good one, actually. I hope you enjoyed that. It was like I was here, but I wasn't there. I was doing something totally different. I was in a museum whilst my show was on. I wasn't listening to my own show, sadly. Um, but I hope that was all right. Back live this week. I'm actually here right now. It's it's 3.13 and about mm, 25 seconds-ish, something like that. Yeah, so that's, that's all well and good. Um, should we do seven days? Right, so Sunday, like I said, I was in Manchester and I saw all the museums on, on Sunday on my trip to Manchester. I'll tell you a bit more about this later on. I was in the Manchester Museum. It is very misleadingly named. I will tell you why very shortly. Um, yeah, then got the train back to Leeds. I totally understand now why Northern people in the UK are very, very angry about the state of their public transport. It took a very long time to go not very far, but there was a really funny train driver, so that's all right. Doing all the announcements, you know, like, oh, please remember to take your your bags with you and your kids as well. You know, all the mildly amusing banter from him. You know, there's worse ways to spend an hour and a half on a train. That was, that was good. That was Sunday. Monday. Monday was fairly an uneventful day because Monday was almost like my weekend because I was busy at the weekend. So I used Monday just to catch up on sleep and I'd been abandoned because nobody was in my house except me from Sunday night through till Monday evening. So it was a very lonely day, actually. Just just me, all by myself. does mean you don't have to worry about like wearing a dressing gown and stuff when you go to the bathroom. So you win some, you lose some. Fair enough, that's Monday. Tuesday, Tuesday I, I had a new experience. I discovered something quite cool. In the library at uni, they have lots of rooms. Can book like group project rooms but also i believe they're called accessibility rooms they're rooms specifically for people with like some kind of extra like needs like learning difficulties etc etc and so my friend is eligible to use one of these rooms and i just sort of happened to bump into it. she's like i'll oh, come with it's a really cool room and i was like oh okay and it is a very cool room it's card protected you can only get into the room by scanning your student ID card. And only certain people will be like allowed to go in after that. It's just like quite a little room tucked away, frosted glass door. I pointed out that you could get up to all sorts in that room. Not that I was suggesting that occurred. Um, And just, you know, has desks and chairs. which is really quiet and air conditioned and cool. And the best bit was there's a table and you can push a button on the table and the table goes up and down. How cool is that? really cool and i just had no idea this sort of thing existed and it's it's really really cool and that was that was more or less the highlight of my tuesday which says a lot about my life and the stuff i found interesting but i thought it was pretty damn cool wednesday Wednesday, again not much on had to get up early for a seminar at which i was basically one of six people but it looked like i was going to be one of two people so it was really nice that the room filled out a little bit and then had self-defense class as I do of a Wednesday. This week we got to play with rubber knives. It was really fun. We had to like pretend to be knife-point muggers, and then get beaten up by the person we were attempting to mug at knife point. It was it was great fun. Um, that was that was Wednesday.
0: Thursday, Friday,
1: Thursday, yet another seminar, also with a very small turnout of six. This one was was a tad awkward. I'm not gonna lie. Because um, we were talking about this feminist writer that we'd learned about that week and the seminar teacher type person who is herself a woman is going She's like, yeah, you know, feminism the trouble with feminism is that it wants equality and I don't think there should be equality. I think there should be a total reversal. I'm just sitting there like eh, okay, I mean that's, that's cool too but I serve to lose out quite a lot if if there's total equality because uh, no a total reversal because I myself am a man and I was just a bit uncomfortable and I felt really bad just because like male privilege you know as you do <laughs> um and that was that was that it was controversial and I saw my friend when I left and I was like wow you're in for a treat this week it is a very controversial one then Friday very eventful friday i went to morrison's i don't normally go to morrison's normally go to like a little sainsbury's around the corner went to a humongous morrison's and honestly didn't know didn't know what to do with myself because it was just such a massive shop there were so many so many things i didn't know what to buy i was like wow i'm gonna buy loads of tomatoes just because i can it was great and also i made crumble made crumble for four people in my house and they all really appreciated it it was very exciting. It was the highlight of their weeks, literally. It was the most exciting thing that happened to them all week. They were very excited for this crumble to be ready. And it was a pretty good crumble. Kind of burnt, but I'd say pretty good. And that's been my week. Hope yours has been as, <laughs> as boring as mine has been. Coming up this afternoon, I'll tell you about what I got up to when I was in Manchester last weekend, some bad bus etiquette, why nobody likes Noel Edmonds this week. <laughs> Apparently, why nobody likes is a new feature. Um, something I'm calling conversations with my wife. And a brand new game for you called Where Has Dua Lipa Been, plus 60 Second Guide and Connect 4 as well. And this right now is Steve Aoki and BTS, Waste It On Me. That was Steve Aoki and BTS with Waste It On Me, this is Alec. Hey, hope you're good. Sabrina Carpenter and Ariana play very, very surely. So like I said, I was in Manchester last weekend. You wouldn't have noticed because of the magic of technology, I was, I was also on the radio at the same time. Whilst I was on the radio, just walking around the museum, learning about the history of like democracy in the UK. It was great. It was cracking. It's a really nice place. I've never been before for longer than like six hours, ages ago. So it was cool to actually see what it's like as a place. I like Manchester, mainly because it is the closest thing you will get to London anywhere that isn't London in this country. Like, I feel like that's sort of sad that everything has to be compared to the benchmark of London. But like, that's what happens when you're from London. You just become really up yourself and nowhere is ever as good. So that's that's a mantle I'm happy to take on. I am the the stuck up, impossible to please Londoner. But I like Manchester because it was, it was like London. And I went to some Christmas markets and tried to get all the free samples of stuff, mm, relatively successfully-ish. Um, went to another museum. This Manchester museum, I mentioned it earlier. It is called the Manchester Museum. I totally understand why it's called the Manchester Museum. It's because if they called it what it really is, which is the Manchester Natural History Museum, nobody would go. It is, it's, it's rubbish, basically. It's just loads of taxidermied animals and fossils. That's all there is. It's entirely natural history. No like interesting history, just stuffed dead animals and fossils. Um, I saw what they described as a, st- a scary looking bat. That was literally what it said on the little description label, scary looking bat and it had been stuffed to look especially scary. I saw an aardvark like Arthur. It actually looked nothing like Arthur. I was very surprised that aardvarks don't all wear glasses and yellow jumpers and look basically like people but with ears on the top of their head. I thought it would, apparently not. It's got like a really pointy face, very surprising. Um, and I would not recommend a trip to this, this Manchester museum. The People's History Museum, 100%. Go, it's great if you like people and history and that sort of stuff. I got to make a, a, a cardboard box out of a net. I don't quite understand why, it was just there. They're like, oh, how quickly can you make this box? And it took me a shockingly long time. For someone who likes to think of themselves as being relatively intelligent, it took me far too long to put this like paper net into a box form. You know, you know what they say? I don't know whether they say this. Sometimes it's, it's the smartest people that are the stupidest. Maybe, I've just made that quite up, but I'm gonna tell myself that because of my inability to sort this net on a box. One issue I did have with Manchester as a city is, is the fact that it has a tram system. I don't know whether I've ever talked about my hatred of trams <laughs> on the radio before, but I really dislike trams intensely, right? Hear me out. This sounds really dull. I will tell you exactly why I have issues with trams. They're the worst bits of buses and the worst bits of trains. It's true. They're like trains, except they're like trains in the sense that they can only go where there's a track. But they're like buses in the sense that they get held up by traffic and people. Why Why bother? What is the point? They're just rubbish all around. That's the only negative point I would say about Manchester as a city. The fact that it has a tram system. So all in all, not bad. I'll oh, add it's museum. So trams and museum, bad. City, good, and the People's Museum, good. That is my review of my time in Manchester. So if you happen to be in the northwest of England, go for it, go for a trip, lovely place. This is Sabrina Carpenter, Sue Me. Sabrina Carpenter and Sue Me on Wizard Radio. You know how there's like a massive thing at the moment where musicians keep suing each other because they say they're stealing their song there's like a big thing with um it was blurred lines marvin Gaye said blurred lines was stolen then there was oh there was loads of beef with like james arthur and ed sheeran very messy stuff that's basically an invitation isn't it by sabrina carpenter it's like a challenge to all the music lawyers out there in the world it's like saying come at me bro see what you can get out of this but you know (laughs) good luck sabrina i hope this song does not end in lawsuit for you it's Alec. Hey. I saw this tweet on Twitter. Obviously, it was on Twitter. It was a tweet uh, yesterday. Someone called Hannah McGuinness says, Sitting on the bus earlier, some idiot opened the window. Keep in mind, this bus was freezing. So the woman behind closed it straight away. Then the guy says, It's only fresh air. And the woman goes off. The woman goes, If you want fresh air, get off and walk. ha 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 ha. Now, I don't think the length of the half on the end of this tweet is quite necessary. It's not that funny, really, in the general scheme of things, but it really got me thinking about this sort of public transport conflict because I could sort of relate to both people in this story. As a person that just, like gets hot in any given situation, it can be like minus five outside and there will be a part of my body that's overheating. I can sort of relate to like wanting to open a window on a really cold bus. That is understandable. But I can also relate to being cold and then some idiot opening the window on the bus and making it even colder, which is very selfish behaviour. But more to the point, even if, like, even if it was selfish behaviour and it made the bus even colder, I think it's quite bad form to close a window straight after it's been opened. Because I feel like the bus is all about compromise. Nobody really wants to be on a bus, it's just... That's the way it's ended up because they have no better form of transport available to them. And so everyone just has to exist in a state of equal misery on a bus, I think. So if he's in misery because it's really too hot for him on the bus, so he opens a window. I think the least everyone else on the bus can do is humor him for at least like five minutes, maybe. Five minutes. Then they can shut it again and be like, "Ooh, I'm cold. But straight away, I think that's, I think that's bad form, bad bus etiquette, if you ask me. Just leave it a little while. Don't get into a full blown argument. Just subtly, once it's chilled down a bit, then just kind of close it or wait for him to get off. I think. But it's got me thinking about like the rules of public transport, because everybody knows there are some, but they've never been formally written down. So I think this afternoon, to avoid situations like this one that was witnessed by Hannah McGuinness on Twitter, we should compile a rule book for public transport. I think that would really help out just for everyone. So there's clear, laid out rules that everyone can follow, formalised, everyone can stick to it. So um, I would like you to help me compile this public transport rulebook today for the bus, for the train, even for planes, if you really want. Although I don't really know who's using planes as like a form of public transport regularly, but it could, it could be a thing. So public transport rules. What do you think the etiquette regarding the bus should be? 07807 183538 is the number you can get me on. Or you can send me a tweet as well at Radio, or email me station at wizardradio.co.uk so we can put together a rulebook for public transport this afternoon for the benefit of everyone, just so we can make sure that we all know how to behave on the bus and there's no more disagreements because we've got this bus etiquette nailed. Get on the text, get on the email. Whilst you do that, I'll play a Mike Will Made It. And after that, no, before that, <laughs> this is Ariana Grande. You will have heard of Mike Will made it before, but you probably won't realise that you've heard of him because he's the guy. I think he's like been a producer before now. Because on that Miley Cyrus song, what's it called? We can't, on we can't stop on Miley Cyrus. Like right at the beginning, like Mike Will made and that's that's this guy, Mike Will made it in the mantra on Australia. That's, that's my musical knowledge for you there. I'm like a walking encyclopedia. Before that, thank you next Ariana Grande. This is Alec Feldman. I'll play dumb Kennedy and Halsey next, and I was just talking about bus etiquette. I want to get a set of rules for public transport that are formalized. They're written down. It's like a codified kind of thing so that everybody knows what the deal is and everybody behaves appropriately. Megan's been on. She says the worst thing on buses and trains is when someone's talking on the phone. It's really annoying because you can only hear one side of the conversation. Like if you're going to talk, I want to know all of the goss and what both sides are saying. And also when someone starts a call before the train goes underground. And then when we go into a tunnel and they say, hello, can you hear me? I'm like, have you ever been on a train before? It's so annoying. Yes, that's true. You'd think after living in a in a city where there is some kind of underground train network for a while, you would learn that you don't get train signal underground. Obviously, they can't hear you because you're in a tunnel. That's so true. But yeah, phone calls are annoying. I, I had the displeasure to be sat behind someone on the bus the other day making a phone call i sort of don't mind if it's like an interesting phone call and there's some kind of drama or beef or i don't know classified information going down then i might have a listen in and try to work it out but when it's just a really boring conversation by someone talking utter rubbish it's entirely mundane i'm not i'm not here for that so yeah no phone calls on the train or the bus whatsapp will do just fine send them a message type it if it's really important type it if not just wait till you get off look out the window like normal people annoyances carly says this might be nitpicking but i hate it when people look at me on public transport like what are you doing just looking around i think you should need to be either reading a book or a newspaper looking at your phone or just doing something don't just look around and awkwardly look at me every now and again oh that is a controversial one Because I like a good look around. Not like looking at people in particular. Just like looking at my surroundings. Looking at all the different types of people on the bus. Wondering what they're up to. What their backstory is. I feel a little bit personally attacked by that one. Not going to lie, Carly. Like it's perfectly benign. Just like see who is in your surroundings. It's really clinical if you just have to look down at your phone or at your paper. And also... It means you can't engage with the outside world. What if someone needs help? What if there's like an old person who needs a seat? What if someone's just like dying on the bus? You'll never know if you'd spend your whole time looking down. I'm I'm not totally on board with this one. I'm I'm well we can put it in the rule book. I think what we'll say is no prolonged staring, because that's creepy. Staring is weird and annoying. Just a quick glance at multiple passengers. I think personally I think that's okay. So slight, slight disagreement between me and Carly, but it's cool, we've resolved it, we've compromised, no prolonged staring on the bus. That is in the rule book. Thank you very much. Also, Olivia says, I think food should be banished on the train. I don't even care if it's not smelly food. because like obviously smelly food's a big no-no, but a sandwich, for example, leaves crumbs everywhere and chocolate makes me hungry and usually leaves crumbs. Food is so messy, it shouldn't be allowed on the train. Can you really not wait like 10 minutes until you're off the train to eat? Yeah, I understand that. But also, I'd say it depends on the train. If it's a long train, then you want a train snack. Train picnics are fun. I love a good train picnic when I'm coming home from London. No, from Leeds to London. I love a train picnic. And the good thing about train picnics is you can work out where people are from by what they're having for lunch. That's my theory anyway. So on the Leeds to Kings Cross train, the people who are coming from Leeds to London, they have like a Greggs for lunch. But the people who are Londoners going home from Leeds to London, they've always got a prep. Back. always always it's, it's just undisputable fact that's my theory so but yeah on short train journeys it is annoying so we're gonna ban we're gonna ban food on short train journeys if they're longer than i'm gonna say half an hour no if they're longer than 45 minutes that's that's my rule then no food is banned and also we have no staring and no talking on the phone i feel like there are more rules maybe we should explore this again another time but for now that is, that is the public transport rulebook. Stick to it. Do not break it. It will be very bad if you do. This is Dermot Kennedy now. And power over me. Right, it is time for our new feature, I say new feature, It sort of just evolved spontaneously, called Nobody Likes, uh, we've previously done Nobody Likes with Jess Glynn, this week is the turn of Noel Edmonds to have some horrible things read out about him on the radio, because Noel Edmonds has gone into the jungle on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, which is the TV show, if you're not from the UK you might not know it, I don't know where they have it in other countries, they just send some famous people, well, some relatively famous-ish people into a jungle in Australia and make them do horrible things for like a month, and people love it. And I'm so happy that Noel Edmonds has gone in, because if you've listened to the show for a long time, you will know how much I love Noel Edmonds. I could talk about Noel Edmonds all day, because he's just absolutely bonkers in every possible way. Like, I can't even begin to list all the weird things he's done. Bear in mind, This used to be, like, a really credible, cool, famous person. In the 80s, he did the Radio One Breakfast Show. It was a huge show. He had lots of, like, fans. This is back in the days when, like, people were massive fans of, like, radio DJs and thought they were really cool. That was Noel Edmonds and his beard. And ever since he's just become weirder and weirder, Um, he thinks that negative thoughts cause cancer. He thinks that um, everyone's followed around by an orb of energy and he can see them in photos he thinks that wi-fi is terrifying it's the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity and just so much stuff he wanted to buy the bbc once the whole thing just all of it you know the bbc it's humongous he was like yeah i want to buy the bbc like um i don't think don't think you can do that Noel. um and he's probably most well known at the moment but his internet radio station dedicated to criticizing Lloyds Bank. I played you some clips of it last year, and it was it was really weird. It includes him interviewing himself. The man is weird, really, really weird. And so I'm delighted that he's in the jungle. Obviously, as a big sort of fan, I'm sort of just fascinated with him more than actually being a fan of his work. But other people are not so excited about Noel going into the jungle, sadly. Um, a guy, One guy on Twitter called, called Haggis Dave He says, um, I met Noel Edmonds when I worked in Heathrow Airport once. He is a, and then a word, which is four letters long, and is very, very rude. Some would call it the worst swear word. Um, Very bad one. Starts with a C. And this person also says, he's about as welcoming as a wet fart. Harsh words indeed for Noel Edmonds. Someone called Jessica on Twitter saying, to whoever thought of putting Harry Redknapp in I'm a Celeb, you're a genius. And whoever decided to throw Noel Edmonds in, you massive. And then it's another very rude four letter word. This one starts with a T. People are very angry and they're using not very nice words, which makes this feature difficult. But I feel like it just conveys the real anger directed at Nolly Boy. It's very sad. Lewis saying, feels like ITV producers think we consider Noel Edmonds some kind of national treasure. (laughs) He's a something head. I don't know whether I can say that word. It's not actually a very bad word, but I'm going to be on the safe side. He's a, a something head. Um, rhymes with blob. S- someone called Steve. Oh, Steve. Steve's an interesting one. Steve is actually treating in defense of Noel. He says, why do so many people hate Noel Edmonds? Top presenter for over 50 years. So entertaining. And then secondly, I've reported many tweets calling him something very, very bad indeed. And libelous. And will continue to do so. Some of you have very sick, twisted minds and should not be on social media. So this guy really aggressively going to the defense of Noel Edmonds here. He must really, really like Noel Edmonds if he's reporting people and seeking them out. Um, Noel Edmonds has only been in the jungle a matter of minutes, and he is already a massive two syllables. The first word is Bell, if I can see where you're going. Um, <laughs> this is really savage You know when you get your hopes up And you see that Noel Edmonds is trending And you click on it Only to find out he's still alive Like People are really really not happy with this guy And it's it's pretty funny how much people really dislike him I, I'm still fascinated by him I'll continue to be fascinated by him I won't watch it like every night Because it's kind of trashy But I'll, I'll check in every now and again Just to see how Noel's doing And how much is annoying people Because it's great Noel Edmonds, what a guy. Wizard Radio, this is Halsey without me. Wizard Radio, that was Halsey without me. This is Alec Feldman. Hey, hope you are good. Here till five, and now it's time to get going with this week's edition of Connect Four. This is the game we play every week at this time. You get four randomly chosen words from the dictionary. You have to connect them in the most stupid, long-winded, tedious way you possibly can. The only way to win really is just to entertain me. Um, that's entirely arbitrary. There's nothing really you can do. Just be good at it. But I would highly recommend giving it a go. We need four words to do this, and we get those four words from the Oxford Mini English Dictionary and thesaurus Did I get the word order right this week, no, James?
2: No, it's actually surprisingly not James. the English. Sorry, the- I muted myself to you. <laughs> not the English dictionary. It's just the Oxford Mini Dictionary and thesaurus.
1: Okay, I'll get it sooner or later. We've only been doing this like 2 months. Yes. Okay, do you want to do you want to get flicking and we can get our first word for this week?
2: My best skill, I'm flicking.
1: Okay. You're flicking and I would like you to stop right
2: now. Okay, I've stopped. Your first word is garden.
1: Garden. A, a good first word. Lots of potential in that word, I would say. Lots of potential. The first word is garden, let's go again.
2: Okay, flicking.
1: Okay, what will we have to add to the word garden? Let's find out, stop now, please.
2: Okay, um, interesting, manslaughter.
1: Oh, well then, a very interesting combination so far. We have garden, we have manslaughter, let's go again. Okay, Get I'm gonna do this
2: one reverse, Okay. and I'm flicking. Okay, stop. Okay, I've stopped. The word is smooch. Smooch. Yeah, didn't think that one would be in the dictionary, not gonna lie. Wow. But it is, smooch. That is a,
1: that's a really horrible word that's gone right through me. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, garden man, manslaughter, smooch. Oh, and one more,
2: <laughs> please. Flicking. Okay, stop. Okay. This one is, oh God, I think this is a difficult one, but we'll do it anyway, okay. copyright.
1: <laughs> oh, brilliant. Such like different concepts. Yes. We have garden, manslaughter, smooch, and copyright. Connect those four words in the most long-winded, silly, rambling way you possibly can. Send it to me, Oh seven eight oh seven one eight three five three eight or send an email station at wizardradio.co.uk. On Facebook, we're on there as well. Send us a message. Connect these four words in the longest way you possibly can. Garden, manslaughter, smooch, and copyright. Four words that have probably never been said in the same sentence before and probably never will again after this show. So get on that. That's Connect Four for this week. We'll do it at 10 to 5. I'll play B.O.B. and Ellie Golding next after the news. It's 4 o'clock.
0: Live from his Parky student room in Leeds City Centre. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio
1: B.O.B. So good It's Wizard Radio On a Saturday afternoon I'm Alec Feldman Here till 5 Welcome Thanks for listening If this is your first time You've chosen a good time To join If you're a regular Cheers for having us on as well Before that we had Ellie Goulding Diplo close to me Which I love That's so good I'll be bored of it In like a month But for now It's amazing And I've got Anne-Marie Coming up as well And for now It was black friday yesterday i don't know whether this has a name like um i don't know brown saturday i know there's cyber monday but yesterday was black friday which i i sort of object to as a concept in the uk at least i get why it's a thing in america but in the uk it's it's not the day after thanksgiving because we don't do thanksgiving i don't understand why it exists and luckily for me the british public on the whole seem to agree because Everyone always hypes up Black Friday and then you see like the newspapers and the like photos and it's just one sad person standing outside Argos at 5am and they open the door and there's not like a mad stampede it's just one guy walking in like all right <laughs> I got up at 5am for this and he walks out with like a telly that's maybe 10 quid cheaper than it would have been otherwise that's sort of how Black Friday goes in this country I think it's a bit of a waste of time personally and so i've got a better alternative to propose to you this afternoon because these are these are really good bargains they're better bargains than you'll ever get on black friday and you can get them all year round so it's even better and we'll start we'll start small we'll start with condiments because everybody likes condiments there's there's only um certain What am I talking about? I don't know why I started that sentence. Everyone likes condiments. And when you go out, you can get lots of condiments, basically more or less for free. I can think of so many places you could do that. Nando's, I think McDonald's, maybe. I don't know. I don't really go to McDonald's. Nando's do it for sure. And I think Pret do it. Um, Sainsbury's sometimes do it, I've noticed. And loads of cafes all over the place. They've got massive tubs full of condiments. You just grab handfuls of the sachets and jam them in your pocket. That's what I do. I've got loads of like Nando's medium sauce in a sachet from when I was in there. All the condiments are on. That's that's a really good bargain you can get all year round. Also, um, if you like if you like reading, you can get some good free reading material. Admittedly, it is sort of religious material, but it's not all that difficult if you just walk around your average town centre to find a table. With some people maybe they've got bibles on maybe they've got a copy of the quran but they're just handing them out for free for anyone that wants them so if you would like to read either of those biblical texts you can get that for free fill up your book yourself at no expense whatsoever stationary everyone loves a stationary shop i love a stationary shop only issue is that can get quite expensive if you go down to wh smith whatever buying all your pens and pencils no need no need for that because argos give them away for free um You know Argos, you go in, you write your number on the little bit of paper, you take it to the till and pay. They've got loads of pencils just like lying around in the little pencil pots. You can just take one or two of them, maybe. Nobody will really notice. Just do it a bit sneakily and then that'll be fine. And you can never have to buy a pencil again. Um, If you want some more sort of food stuff, maybe to have with your condiments, if you go to like a Christmas market or just generally, you sometimes have like fancy food markets in car parks of shopping centres, they, they might give out free samples, take some Tupperware with you, collect them, take your own um, cocktail sticks and then you can make anything a free sample. Because that's the rule. If it's got a cocktail stick in it, it's a free sample. So take cocktail sticks, take Tupperware, stock up on those. That's a good tip as well. Um, now, maybe you want bigger things. Maybe you've got all your Bra- Black Friday bargains, but you have no way of getting them home to your house so what do you do? Do you drive? Oh, no, 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 no need for that. You can just get a trolley for free. It's really easy. Just go down to your nearest canal and there will be one just like floating around in there somewhere. Just fish that out. I don't know what you need. Maybe like a really strong fishing rod, but it's not too difficult to get that trolley out. And then you've got a free trolley that you can put all your free stuff in. It's great. Now, so far these all been quite small things. I can i can also get you some big things for free as well which will be better than any kind of black friday bargain because that's really what people are off on black friday it's the big stuff the tellies the dishwashers um mattresses for example dreams they sell mattresses they're probably quite expensive no need for that there's usually one that's just been left in your local alleyway you can take that away for absolutely nothing i can't be held responsible if you end up getting bitten by loads of fleas but You know, it's it's a way of getting stuff for not much money. But whilst we're on alleyways, there's so much potential just in your local area for free stuff. Just go for a walk around your near road, nearby roads, see what you can get. Fridges, freezers, microwaves, washing machines, all sorts of different white goods are available just by having a walk around your local area to see what people have dumped in their front garden. And, And actually, I'm not really sure what this this last one is. But I've heard it being shouted about a lot. If you go like into like central London, maybe there'll always be some people standing around. They usually have banners and they're always shouting like free Tibet. So they're clearly giving away some free Tibet. I don't know what Tibet is, but you could get it for absolutely zero cost just by going to talk to some of those people. So those are just a few of the brilliant bargains that you can get, not just on Black Friday, but all year round. You are so welcome. This is John Bellion in conversations with my wife. That was John Bellion in Conversations With My Wife. It's Wizard Radio with Alec. I've played that song, I think, for the last two or three weeks. And I've always sort of mentioned that the name is just really weird and entirely not relatable to me or basically anyone listening. Because I would hazard a guess that the number of married listeners I have is close to zero. Maybe not exactly zero. There's maybe a couple I can I can think of off the top of my head, but largely zero. And it's just a weird thing to write a song about. And i've just been looking into this guy because it seems quite interesting he's written loads and loads of songs for other people before like huge songs he's a very like experienced guy but i think this is the first song of his that certainly that i've heard of i've never heard of john bellion before now but then again i just know nothing about cool new music so that could be why But i've done some research this song "Conversations with my wife right he doesn't even have a wife as far as i can tell I don't think he's married. Certainly his Wikipedia page doesn't say anything. And when you Google John Bellion wife, this song is the only thing that comes up. I think he might be lying. He could be making this up, potentially. Especially considering he still lived with his parents until recently. Maybe take that one with a pinch of salt. It's according to Wikipedia, but I have it on Wikipedia's authority that he still lived with his parents until recently. And yet now he expects us to believe he has a wife. I think think this is potentially, potentially a nonsense. And I just think the nonsense continues from there. Just the very premise of the song that this guy is just having a chat with his wife, as he does. Because um, in in like the, the sort of the main chorus bit, I think it is, he says he's talking to his wife about having a dream where he's sleeping on the sidewalk and she's just there with him. Like, okay, that's a bit that's a bit weird. Is that what you talk about your wife with? With with your wife? Um, I don't know. I've never been married, but I wouldn't imagine it is or whether she'll still like him when he turns off his phone What's he on about? What is he on about? This to me Sounds like the sort of thought process you go to, you know, when you're just on the cusp of falling asleep You're about to drop off and you're just thinking utter nonsense And then you might be thinking you might suddenly sort of wake up it like hang on What on earth am I thinking about and then he won't remember any of it. It will just be like, huh? That's that's weird. I cannot remember a thing that i was thinking about and it's it's weird that's the sort of nonsense that he seems talking about in this song um i think topics you're much more likely to discuss with your wife instead of will she still sleep with you if you live on a sidewalk are whose turn is it to do the dishes whether they put the bins out what time the man's coming to look at the boiler much more mundane domestic stuff that is, that's how I imagine married life to be. Not weird conversations about turning off his phone and whether she'll still like him. So that's that's my thoughts on this song. I think it's it's inaccurate and a very strange concept. And so I've taken it upon myself <laughs> to improve the song because that's what I do. You know, John Bellion, I'm sure he's really good. He's written for loads of other people, but this one, it could just need a bit of tweaking. He needs my expert help. I'm sure he hasn't asked for it, but. I know he needs it, and I think I think deep down he knows he needs it. So here's how I think the chorus should sound to make it more realistic, perhaps. <clears throat> Ready? I dreamt I slept on the sofa, because you had the hump with me. I dreamt I fell in a box, because you decided to jump on me. I dreamt I lost my car keys, and you got in a grump with me. Who on earth cares about all these cracks on our wall? You're still the only thing I've done right. I think that's better. You're welcome, John. John, mate, if you're listening, be in touch. Feel free to send me cash. I've done you a massive favour by improving your otherwise fairly nonsense, but very nice song. So you are totally welcome. Just just be in touch, yeah. That said, I could be totally off the mark because I've, I've never been married and neither have any of you probably. But I think it's an improvement. Coming next, I have a brand new game. It's called Where Has Dua Lipa Been? It might be a one-off, but we'll, we'll see. We'll do that after Anne-Marie. That was Anne-Marie and Anne Perfect To Me, Wizard Radio, it's Alec. Hey, hope you're good. That song, um, I've sort of renamed that song in my head, Perfect Cubic Poo, for a very strange reason, which is that the other week I learned about a wombat, the animal, and a great fact that they do cubic poos, right? And then very shortly after I discovered that, this song was on and I heard it and I just sort of combined the phrase perfect cubic poo with perfect to me. It doesn't work at all, but it just entertains me. And now I just really desperately want to hear Anne-Marie singing the phrase perfect cubic poo. Um, That's that song. That's been ruined for me forever now by Wombat's The Animal. It's still a cool fact. Tell your friends, go share that fact and tell them I told you. (laughs) It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Hey. Haley Steinfeld and Imagine Dragons play soon First I have a little game for you The game is called Where has Dua Lipa been I like games, I obsessively make my friends Do games just in like day to day life Guessing games all sorts I Just incorporate it, I think they find it a tad frustrating, because it's like Living with a game show host 24 7 I'm, I'm essentially exactly the same Off the radio than on the radio So that's where all the games come from <laughs> and I made some people play this game this week because I saw on Dua Leap's Instagram that she's been up to something quite unusual so that's the first rule of the game where has Dua Leap been you're not allowed to play if you follow her on Instagram because then that's cheating speaking of her Instagram by the way I follow her obviously that's how I saw this but she does annoy me a little bit just because she's always having such a good time everywhere she goes it's like oh look at me I'm loving life and it's just like chill out could you not just like be grumpy for a change and be really bored always always going to fun exciting places always having a great time and she's been having a very great time somewhere very strange this week that you would not expect her to be having a great time in that's that's why this game exists and the game basically you just have to guess where she's been I'm gonna give you a few clues it's not that difficult there are clues and so the clues are as follows: the place Julipa has been is in Europe. It's in a small country. The language they speak in this country is very, very old. She met someone while she was there who's very important and influential, and they only have one name. And um, food-wise, the yeah, area is known for its its fine wine and its biscuits. Those are, the, those are the clues you've got. Small European country, old language, met a very important and influential person who has one name, and it's known for wine and biscuits, where she is. Has anyone got any guesses? I would like you to play along. 07807 is the number. No, that's... <laughs> what am I on about? That's half the number. 07807 is the full number. 07807 538 That's the text number. Um, you can tweet me as well, at WizRadio, or send an email to station at wizardradio.co.uk with your guesses for where Dua Lipa has been. Small European country, a very old-fashioned language is spoken. Whilst Dua Lipa was there, she met a very important and influential person with one name, and the place is famous for wine and biscuits. That's all I can tell you. Get your guesses in. Try and make them funny, if you, even if you haven't got a clue. 07807 538 at Wiz Radio Station at wizardradio.co.uk. Let me know where you think she's been. We will read some guesses, and I'll tell you whether you're right or not. After Hayley Steinfeld. And I've done a 60-second guide to Hayley Steinfeld, just to give you some cool facts about her. Because I like to do research. I'm very good at research. I went down to the library. I found all the books about Hayley Steinfeld. And I've compiled the information I found into a handy 60 second guide. So, shall we hear it? Haley Seinfeld is actually my cousin. This may not seem immediately obvious, considering we don't have the same surname. But I'll explain to you, it's very, very simple. My side of the family migrated from Eastern Europe in the late 19th century to the UK. Whereas her family migrated to the USA at around the same time. And my ancestors, they kept the name Feldman hers opts for the more gender-neutral term, Feldstein, right? So you've got Alec Feldman, Hailey Feldstein, but Hayley Feldstein is not a very good pop star name, so she changed it around just so it became Steinfeld. Um, me and Haley are very, very close, and we regularly catch up at family gatherings like weddings, birthday parties, funerals. Um, in fact, if you were to open two windows on your computer, put photos of me on one side and Haley on the other side, you would see the resemblance, uncanny. I remember going to Hayley's fifth birthday party, actually. It was, it was great fun. Her mum made cake that was jelly and ice cream, and we'd play past the parcel. But suspiciously, every time the music stopped, Haley got to unwrap a layer. To this day, I suspect foul play. Um, she also sung happy birthday to herself, and it was really good. And that's how we knew that my cousin, Haley Steinfeld, was going to be huge. And that's Haley Steinfeld in 60 seconds.
0: Alec Feldman. Comedy bronze, at least or your money back.
1: Haley Steinfeld and Back to Life, followed by Imagine Dragons and Bad Liar. It's Wizard Radio, I'm Alec. Hey, how's it going? You good? Good. We're in the middle of a game called, Where Has Dua Lipa Been? It's probably the first and last time we'll play this game, just because I saw she'd been somewhere really unexpected. She put it up on her Instagram, and I've given you some clues as to where she's been, and you've all been trying to guess on the text. I said, it's a small European country, where they speak a very old language, I said she met a very important and influential person while she was there, who is known by only one name, and I said the area is known for its wine and biscuits. Those are the clues you've got. You've all been you've all been guessing away. Um, Laura says Portugal. Um, no, she hasn't been. She hasn't been to Portugal. I was hoping you might be a bit more specific than than that, but no. Joralepa has not been to Portugal. Evie thinks Julepura has been to Albania. Um, no, she, she hasn't been to Albania either. That's that's not on. Josh says Milan in Italy. No, you're sort of on the right track there in some regards, Josh. But no, Julepura has not been to Milan. Harley, Argentina. Were you listening to the clues, Harley? Last time I checked, Argentina was not a small European country it's in South America I'm fairly certain at least it was the last time I checked so no she has not been to Argentina because that just it doesn't work with with the clues I've given Nicole says has she been to Paris I mean she could have done but not as far as I'm aware not recently um Olivia Holland no not Holland Yasmin has she been to Pisa where the Leaning Tower is, which is actually becoming straighter. That's a good fact. I didn't know that. Wonder why that's occurring. Can but I just no. say at this yeah.
2: point, I found out about that the other week too. I've forgotten you... where. Mm. I think oh. Daisy Marskell might have told me. She's very smart. What that... do you know?
1: The science behind it.
2: Why is that happening? I well for the same reason, and it's been leaning. Oh, it's just the earth. Why do you know why that is? Well, technically, everything's leaning, Alec. That's profound. Nothing is perfectly straight. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. But apparently, it's it's straightening up a little bit.
1: Fascinating fact.
2: Anyway, back to your show.
1: Yeah, that's not where Dua has been. Laura, Bordeaux. No, it's not Bordeaux. Megan, Champagne in France. No. Isabella, Catalonia. Interesting. That is... Well, actually, it's not... Is it a country? Well... The Catalonians would like it to be a country. It's not currently a small country in Europe. No, none of you, none of you are really that close. The closest we have with Josh, you said Milan, and Yasmin, you said Pisa, just because they were vaguely Italian. And I can now tell you that the place Duolipa has actually been is sort of in Italy. It's it's the Vatican, off of off of the Pope. Chloe guessed that correctly, or potentially. Looked at her Instagram But I'm going to give her The benefit of the doubt And say Chloe You guessed that correctly Very well done Dua Lipa Has been to the Vatican She put this on her Instagram And she met She met the Pope The actual Pope She was invited apparently To celebrate the 550th birthday Of a person Whose name I I can't even begin to pronounce I don't want to offend The people of Albania By pronouncing that name But they're an Albanian hero According to Dua Lipa, And it was It was to meet his holiness Pope Francis in her words apparently she she did a little curtsy for the Pope which is I don't know what you do when you meet the Pope but apparently that like the Queen sadly there's no like selfies of her with the Pope I'm really disappointed there is a photo of the Pope with like two people sat either side of him the Pope's on like his really big fancy chair but no, no like picture of the Pope with the dog filter off Snapchat or anything like that I think that's quite sad. Um, I wonder whether the Pope is into Dua Lipa's music. Do we think he is? What do you think his favourite Dua Lipa song would be? Maybe like IDGAF. I think that's very Pope Francis to be into Dua Lipa. But that's just mad. Not what you expect your average pop star to be getting up to. Just jetting off to hang out with the Pope. The leader, spiritual leader of the Catholic faith with millions of people worldwide who look up to him. And Dua Lipa's just hanging out with him what what a day that must have been for her so so cheers for getting involved well done chloe for actually guessing it correctly that was the first and probably last ever game of where has dual leaper been now this is ava max and sweet but psycho on wizard radio ava max and sweet but psycho on wizard radio i just got told a great fact about that song from producer james gilmore it's been number one in germany apparently so well done well done to ava the germans love you excellent news okay it's nearly five o'clock, which means it's nearly time for Miles McCorkley to be here. Can I Before just say, then,
2: the way yeah. you just said, Germany, excellent news, well done to you. Was so kind of dark. <laughs> like, like, you're right, it is better to have them on your side. <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> so, your words, not mine. I'm well, just, I'm just happy show. for
2: Ava. No, I'm happy for Ava too. As, as I said to you, it's one of my favourite songs at the moment. Mm. But Ava, it probably is best that you're number one in Germany.
1: Let's get this back on track. Before Miles is on, Connect 4 is on. We gave you the words before 4 o'clock. The four words this week were garden, manslaughter, smooch, and copyright. I hate the word smooch. It's gross. Very strange selection of words. That's how this game goes. I like that. That's how this game goes. And so, here is how you have connected these four words um, this week to make them. Connected. That didn't make any sense. Whatever. Let's just get on with it. Millie, she says, your four words have reminded me of a very scary story that's happened in my own house. Oh, wow. A scary story. Buckle in, everyone. It's scary story time. It was late one night. I saw the shadows of two people in our garden. I went downstairs with a baseball bat and a torch. I went outside and found these two strangers having a smooch. I accidentally killed them out of shock and I'm currently on trial for manslaughter. I didn't do it, I promise. The only silver lining to this story is that I'm selling the story to a film studio and registering the copyright to the story so I can milk it. Well, that's wonderful news then. Sure, you may have just admitted to to manslaughter on the radio. I mean, fictionally, I'm assuming. I'm hoping. But at least you get the film rights. (laughs) That's, That's a weird one. I like that. Just accidentally kill people out of shock, like, "Oh my gosh, you're kissing in my back garden! How dare you! This is where your journey ends." <laughs> it's a bit harsh, but okay, fair enough. Nice one, Millie. Natasha has also been playing Connect Four today. I had my first smooch in the garden. It was really late at night. Oh, that's funny. I think, yeah, Millie also used the phrase "It was late at night."
0: There, yeah, there we go.
1: This all takes place late at night wonder what that tells us about, like, smooching and manslaughter. Always at the night. Anyway, Natasha, it was really late at night. we just finished watching this film about a man who commits manslaughter a lot. Um, I think the film might have been Halloween. It was funny, though, because I was wearing a copyrighted t-shirt with the film on it that same day. Oh, the horror. The copyright infringement going on there. Flagrant copyright infringement, that's terrible. I- I just- I can't- I can't even consider that message for being the best one that's simply because of the copyright infringement i can't i can't deal with it actually no it's okay i'm over it now fine not to worry i thought i couldn't get over it but actually i i can who'd have thought very nice good effort we got all the four words in there um ben has also been on on 64 zoo lane next to 63 zoo lane where the copyright office is a horrific manslaughter took place in the garden. It all took place after a man caught his wife having a smooch with another man, and, well, as you can imagine, he wasn't very happy. Yeah, goodness me. That's not how I remember the TV show 64 Lane going. Nothing like that, absolutely not. Totally different plot line. What are show showing kids these days? Um, My review of that one is that I think Copyright Office is slightly shoehorned in. It doesn't really fit into the story quite right, but... Mm. Not bad, not bad at all. A strong effort from Ben, just because he mentions a kid's TV show from the early noughties, which is one of my favourite topics. (laughs) So thanks, Ben. Louis has been on, or possibly Lewis. I don't know, I'm sorry. The act of manslaughter is the crime of killing a human being without malice. Similarly, my first smooch was with a girl called Alice. Oh, I love the rhyme. Alice's mum worked in copyright or something like that. That is the story. I'm listening to your show from my back garden. Yes, a very good effort. I like the roaming. I like how you link Alice's mum. The back garden was definitely the weakest of that, but I would I would accept that. Not bad. Actually, very good. Very good indeed. Thank you, Louis Louis. Oh, you're kidding. And now we've also got Louise. She's been on. It's a shame that it's winter at the moment, says Louise, because it means that I can't go in the garden because it's too cold. Mm-hmm. My garden is my favourite part of my house. Instead, you don't get double points for getting the word in twice, by the way. Instead, I've been watching Netflix copyright, and watching these films about teenagers smooching and men committing manslaughter and in some cases, murder. I think copyright has been like the most difficult word for this week, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's shameful. She's literally just put the word in with no context. I've been watching Netflix copyright cheating. That's not on. A poor attempt at copyright. Otherwise, good job with the rest. It was a difficult collection of words. I'll give you that. I'm not entirely sure how anyone could expect all of these to be <laughs> connected, but you all gave it a very good stab. So thank you very much. Which one is my favorite though? That's the important question here. I'm trying to decide. I liked the 64 Zulane reference, but the thing is a lot of them actually did sort of shoehorn it in at least one of the words. Which is like my least favorite thing on this game. You got to put the effort in to connect it. I liked Millie's scary story a lot. I liked, I liked sixty four Zulane. and I liked Malice rhyming with Alice. So very difficult. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Millie's scary story. I think everything was woven in, woven into that one the best. It's the best attempt, and I really rate that. Well done, Millie. You have won. You don't win anything. There's no prize. I'm gonna send you anything in the post. Just know that I respect you slightly more than Natasha, Ben, Louis, Lewis and Louise. Only a little bit, though. I also respect you a lot. Thanks for getting involved. That's a good way to get listeners to keep listening. Just tell them you don't respect them. I think that's like rule one of broadcasting and that's it that's connect four that is the show for this week don't forget you can now get the podcast it's on itunes it's on spotify it's on loads of other places as well so subscribe to that if you missed any of the show you can listen to the whole thing and there'll be clips on the website as well so basically you just can't escape from me wherever you go i will be available somewhere just spend your entire week listening to me that's what i would personally advise so many ways you can get the show. So get on that. Miles Mikulski is coming up next on Wizard Radio, and I'll see you next Saturday, 3 o'clock, for next week's show.
0: Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. With the
1: Lucky Land slots
0: you can get lucky just about anywhere.